I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I had just been approached from the Tinder thing. I know this was for sure from the Tinder thing for the Winter Love Island. <laughs> Sorry, so, I did not know this either. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Rewind. Sorry, Hi. go on. You, you let you just pause because my jaw dropped. I was like, how did I go into this interview without knowing this? Oh my gosh. Here's me promoting the fact that I'm single once again. Um, <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews. I'm your host, Connor Finn, and on this week's episode, I had the pleasure of speaking to the wonderful Alison Totten. Ali is a model, personal trainer, and most notably, one of Tinder's top 30 most swiped right profiles. We chatted about everything from her journey into modelling, the world of social media and date naps, and how she got scouted for Love Island, and her starring role in BBC's latest set, Pretty Single. Ali was such a a wonderful guest to have on to show and uh, we just chatted about how she's uh, now being recognised as uh, the kind of single girl that's in all these dating apps and dating shows and features written about her and uh, we had such a laugh about it. So without further ado, please enjoy this latest episode of Interviews with special guest Ali Totten. And welcome to the third episode of Interviews. Ali, how are you doing? I am great. Connor, how are you? I am doing grand. Thank you so much. I'm um, excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited that you actually responded. <laughs> to say I, know. It. <laughs> I was, got there. I know. I just uh, dropped a wee DM slid on it. <laughs> we'll be getting <laughs> the into... only person sliding into my DMs. Mm. The <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll be getting into plenty of that later on. I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, if people don't know who you are, Ali, um. First of all, I'm like, who do, who do they think they are that they don't know Ali Tom? Um, but <laughs> come on, uh, do you want to describe to people kind of a bit about yourself? Um, kind of maybe what you do, where you're from. Just give people a general gist of um, why you're why you're interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm so bad when people ask me this question, but um, my name's Ali. I go by Ali on Instagram and no one can work out what my name is, but it is actually Alison Totten. Um, so I'm, nine, I'm, I was gonna say I'm 19, I'm 20. Ah! Um, always do that. Um, I'm from a wee village called Donacrony, which is outside Banbridge. No one knows who that is either, um, but I do reside in Belfast majority of the time to go to university. So I'm at Queen's doing broadcast production. Um, and yeah, I do a bit of everything, to be honest. Uh, I kind of dip my toe in all the waters, as weird as that phrase is. Um, yeah, so I do kind of try and keep up with the whole Instagram thing. And then I do a bit of PT in on the side. And then the very occasional modelling, which isn't really proper modelling, so I don't really even like saying that. But anyway, I'll stop there. <laughs> You're far too humble, honestly. As like, what are you talking about? So what Ali didn't uh, mention is that she is a model, actually. Um, like, you're either or you aren't. Okay, so the fact that you like can even say that, like, I do a bit of modelling. Ali is a model. Um <laughs> Uh, she has also appeared on BBC's uh, latest hit show um, called Pretty Single. Um, and Ooh. also, Ali, um, probably where we first met initially, because um, this is our second interview that we've kind of done together. <laughs> yeah. But um, initially it was for, uh, because you are, isn't it, the top, one of the top 30 most swiped right people on Tinder. I like that in itself. I don't know how you don't put that on every single CV. It's I know it's brilliant. Well, like I actually kind of you said that now. I kind of forget that it ever happened. It was so long ago, and so much has happened since. <laughs> but um, it's something that sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm top thirty on Tinder, and then the other times I'm like, that is the most embarrassing thing ever, Alison. Like, please get back to your station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just need to go back down to Banbridge and you, you <laughs> yeah. get humbled. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> Don't come back. <laughs> well, no, that's great. Um, first off, I suppose, um, because I genuinely just as soon as you kept, like I suppose I kind of put that in there is like because you just kind of mentioned modeling and stuff like that. I think that's kind of where I'd springboard off to because um I feel like a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about for the rest is kind of stem from this area of, you know, yeah. being in front of camera, modeling, stuff like this. So tell us initially, um, your student, 
you're young, feeling life, etc. <laughs> but <laughs> how did you get actually kind of into, I know you even say like, it's not that prominent, but like, how did you get into like this world of modeling and kind of Instagram as well? Because like you do have a good following as well. So like yeah. was ever an intention or was it literally just by chance? Like is it, is it kind of like that TikTok where it's like, so do LA call me or? <laughs> <laughs> or do I wait for them? Um, no. So basically uh, because I do broadcast production and I always kind of had a passion, not a passion, that's a really cringy word, uh, like an interest in maybe like potentially presenting or like doing radio presenting. Um, I kind of thought that at least if I could get my face stuck out there and people kind of knew who I was, then it'd be a good way in. And as they say, you know yourself, like it's about who you know, not like what you know. Um, so my degree is basically void. Uh, <laughs> but I, I kind of just thought it would be a good way to get into the industry and kind of just make contacts, you know, like I'm not saying I'm the most beautiful person in the world because I'm most definitely not. But I thought if I could kind of get my foot in the door, you know, I would get to know a few people. Um, but yeah, there's oh, somebody was telling me the other day, they're like every girl in Northern Ireland just wants to be a model and all. And I was like, kind of true, but here we are. I can't say anything. Um, so yeah, it's interesting one, like, but it's really good fun. And plus as a student, it's a fabulous way to make money. Like just stand in there, get your makeup done and take a few photos and you're sorted. Yeah, I can't imagine it kind of how you've managed to do this whilst doing the student thing because you know what I mean like you're going seeing your mates and they're kind of like oh you have to go back home from a weekend job in the cafe or whatever it is yeah and then they're seeing probably you on Instagram being like here's me just there was one of the photo shoots I remember um I was literally like studying at the time as well and then I just seen you put up like like some of these like photo shoot on a beach or something and I was going like Fuck. they're normally throwbacks I'd never look like that I was like um, fair play though literally I mean like when when are they going to call me like that's all like I know. I'll send them your details um yeah I don't, can't even remember how I got into it like I think I started when I was actually still at school really um, yeah so I remember there's this like shopping center in Newry I'm sure some people know it it's called Buttercream um and oh, they do this be oh, some Love spot it. pre-mark <laughs> um, they do, oh like, yeah yeah I know oh my god their pre-mark is class um they do this like face of buttercream competition every year and I thought oh my goodness like I could I feel like I could like defeat Newry at least you know <laughs> that was so Tech, savage first I didn't Newry then the world yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought, oh, sure, we'll go for it. And I didn't even win. There was this beautiful girl called Emily, who I'm actually friendly with now. Um, she got it well deserved. And I just used that as a stepping stone to kind of get into modeling. And then a few photographers reached out and it just kind of went on from there. And, and then I done Miss NI as well, stuck in there in the middle of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's been, it's been a long journey, little bit like that. I think, I, I, I just find it so funny. You're like, you know, you're saying these like pretty like big things to be fair for anybody else that obviously isn't in that kind of world or anything. Like just Miss NI, like Facebook or Korean. Like, do you know what I mean? These are like things that I just can't like, it's not in my world at all. So the fact that even you're kind of being like, it just happens like this, I think is <laughs> like so mad. But like at the same time, you know what I mean? You obviously kind of have said you, it just kind of happened. Like I feel like yeah. a lot of those things kind of happen and especially as you said, with your media industry and stuff like that, like, like it, it was never like, I suppose there was a bit of intention obviously entering into the Facebook yeah. brain, but, um, but going on from there, like, everything's kind of just tumbled forward like I I think that's just crazy in itself like <laughs> no you've hit the nail on the head like it honestly just like things like happen I remember um I really love that company called Outside In they do like um bags and hats and stuff for I think one people. of their hats are behind me actually <laughs> yeah it's class so you buy one and then like they give one away and all and I remember mm -hmm. they always used to do such cool like photo shoots and stuff and I was like oh, I really would love to this is gonna make me sound like a complete nerd <laughs> Oh I was God, like, I'd no. really love to um, model for them sometime. And I was like, oh gosh, it'll never happen, it'll never happen. Then like a year down the line, one of the photographers reached out and was like, oh, like, do you want to do a photo shoot? And I was like, oh my God, thank God. I was like, yeah, that's so cool. Like, so down for that. And all and deep down, I was like, yes. <laughs> Finally. So like, as I said, like it does just pop up and happen. And I think maybe when I was younger, I was a wee bit always, I don't know if every wee girl's like this, but I was always like, oh, you know, I'd love to be able to like model and all blah, blah, blah um and where I'm from like 
like most places in Northern Ireland, like people would be like, "Oh, who do you think you are? Like the one doing modeling stuff and all." And I was like, "Well, if you got it, you gotta flaunt it." <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I just kind of if I like, I'm very relaxed about stuff like that, and if the opportunity comes, I take it most of the time. So, yeah, I mean, you just kind of have to be chill about it and not really think about it and then usually that's when things happen so yeah I kind of go just go with the flow that's it that's it like I mean when I was a little girl I just dreamed of, <laughs> <laughs> of trying to get on modeling page but um Vogue Vogue oh Jesus I know um yeah Vogue would be uh, a very different audience if I was on it yeah. like to me um but uh so are you, did you get, kind of get signed up with company? Sorry if I'm like kind of pressing too much just because. No. I, yeah. But like, did you get signed up with company? Because um, I know a lot of people, um, even kind of little things that I've done in the past between casting or whatever, you'll kind of see people online and you go like, how did they get into this? And then you start to kind of click on that. Oh, this person is being represented by somebody. And then you realize like a lot of it is kind of through being with an yeah. agency and being represented and kind of. Would, would that be how a lot of those kind of opportunities would arise from or what, like it like for a layman person like me that's no idea like step by step kind of like how did that happen because I know that um seen some modeling agencies stuff like this that would like go out and do proper scouting or whatever and I just can't imagine even being like on the street and then somebody coming up and saying would you like to be a model like I mean <laughs> to, like, well it would never <laughs> happen to me anyway so don't <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, I, when I was younger, I was like, I was like, I'd love to have been approached to be like, oh, do you want to be our model and all? But it, for the fact that I walk around the majority of the time with like baggy sweats on, like my hair <laughs> scraped up into a bun, I don't really know where that was coming from. wasn't very realistic. Um, so when I done Miss NI, obviously ACA run that here based in Belfast. So, um, I have a contract with them promotion wise, but it's a shame because I'm busy so much with the personal training that I don't get to do a lot of work even though like they're great um so any modeling work I do is usually just kind of private you know someone's messaged me on Instagram or like I know somebody knows them or whatever and it just you know we set up shoot organize it that way um and that's I think how my Instagram following has grown as well because you know if you go and do something some other people will see it and then go and check out your page and stuff like that so yeah the kind of the fact that I'm not saying like I have a million followers because I don't but um if I have like a reasonably big Instagram following um for my terms anyway it's good because then I get more work from it so there's the yeah, perks. absolutely and as well like you were saying even like um for your job as well for doing you know personal training and stuff like that like at least kind of everything kind of works into each other as well because I suppose you know people are probably like recognize you and be like oh you're going to a gym then you're like yeah sign up be my like be my <laughs> client my gym. yeah um, no, <laughs> you want to look like this like, I know please no one will ever come to the gym and be like I want to look like Alita. um <laughs> so yeah I mean it's great it does go hand in hand as you say um obviously modeling's very image-based uh industry and so is personal training as much as like we really do try and go into the side of it. I feel like I'm doing like an advert. Um, we really do try and go into the side of it of the fact that like we want to make you feel better rather than look better. Um, obviously image is a massive part of it because people are insecure mm -hmm. and maybe not confident in their body. So both mm -hmm. industries are very image based and the fact that I can kind of be a bit of a promoter for our gym is great Like because if I have professional shoots of like modeling and stuff, it's more appealing to the customer kind of thing. Abs so, yeah. Absolutely. Even what you can say out there as well. Like, I think a lot of people probably would come from that perspective. Like, say, even me for the uh, kind of outside perspective of saying, oh, like, maybe you're doing this. Like, everything's very aesthetic and whatever else. But, like, you're, I think that's probably what's quite humbling is that you're kind of like, no, like, you know, you the aesthetic obviously is important for a lot of things but um it's all about making yourself feel good and uh I suppose that's kind of why like do you know what I mean you're doing so well for yeah. all these kind of different scope of things it's a bit more than you know that one note of like do you know I, <laughs> uh guilty guilty pleasure I kind of would watch his compilations of um 
Mark is next top model where you see oh my like goodness. the judges. So good. Oh, but you see the judges literally <laughs> so addictive. Tur- turn into literally just before this, I was going through TikTok and um <laughs> this person was like reacting to some apps old episodes and it's these people that are, you know, walking along and they're trying their best, like literally do nothing wrong in the world and Tyra Banks will absolutely turn oh, them a new one savage like, like I honestly that woman puts fear into my blood like she's <laughs> so terrifying <laughs> honestly but, like, she's crazy girl but that's what I mean it's really refreshing to kind of have like I, I think when you're brought up into that kind of like mindset of oh modeling such like um almost like it, it's associated a lot with like vanity and stuff like that yeah but, like to kind of hear no, your perspective on it that of like obviously you haven't experienced anything like that yeah. where it's kind of oh, been God, no. uh, yeah I mean I don't think maybe it's just like people like um up north like everybody's just quite chill around and as you said like people are just kind of like who do you think you are anyways <laughs> it grinds you pretty quickly um, no. I know, no, I think that, like, Northern Ireland's such a humble place. Well, so they like to think anyway, Aww. but um, <laughs> there are some people that are not humble. Um, but I feel like everyone's a bit, like, can't cope with anyone who tries to go against the grain. But, um, no, thankfully I haven't had any really negative experiences to do with modelling. Um, I was exactly the same. Like, I always thought it was, like, if I wasn't skinny, you know, I wouldn't, and I was never really, like, I think I went through like one or two phases of being really skinny like during my a-levels or something not intentionally obviously um oh, just stress <laughs> just stress just didn't bother to eat apparently <laughs> um so that would have been really the only time but I was like literally was in such a bad mental state like I was so stressed and so unhappy um so going to the gym like I'm certainly not skinny at the minute like literally I sit down on my thighs like double and I'm like whoa um <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing down there um so yeah like it's kind of hard at times obviously it's more the only negative experience has been my own self-comparison to other people um it's hard when you're on instagram and seeing all these models looking amazing but i post i'm guilty for it because i post photos and i look uh, 10 times better than what i actually look like when i'm posting the photo like probably literally not a scrap of makeup or tan on me um so yeah i mean obviously the only negative side i do think I've personally experienced my own problem like it's my own fault because I'm doing it to myself but mm-hmm. uh, I think definitely in the last 10 years um, obviously I've only experienced the most more recent end of it but it's come a long way you know there's a lot more plus size models or if you don't I wouldn't even call them plus size because half of them are normal size no that's it yeah. um, and they define them as plus size but you know there's a lot more variety and diversity which is really like really refreshing to see mm. you know in industries and stuff Mm-hmm. and I suppose kind of like just touching on that as well like have you you were saying about like Instagram and like you know comparing yourself to other people like I know I think everybody does that is literally around our age or yeah I'd love the ones that like you know what I mean like I only or got younger, Instagram yeah or younger but like would like you still kind of like see a lot of that or like would you get like people reaching out to you kind of you know say anything like which like I don't know I, I feel like people probably don't do it as much around home just because like again like it's not as like crazy as other places but like would you ever get like any people you know like trolling and stuff off it not to get too deep or anything but um no luckily like I haven't and I'm so glad that I haven't because I, as much as I'd be like oh you know like promote self-confidence and whatever there's obviously mm. times where I feel really shit like I maybe haven't been training in a while and like I mm. put on a bit of weight or whatever and obviously I'm the only one who probably notices it but still um and if I were to get trolling comments I know fine rightly those would be the times where I'd sit and like would bowl my eyes over it um wow. but no thankfully not I mean like obviously with the show coming out like I did expect a bit more than what I got. Now, there was, like, one post that comes to mind that, like, the Belfast Live or something, I think, had, sh- like, shared an article about the show coming out. And people were savage in the comments. But people who are commenting that are probably, like, 50 years old. Shouldn't be on Facebook. Like, come on, Karen. Like, log off for the day. Oh, God. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what the profile so... picture looks like. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the like, camera oh. phone, like, you know, like taken from their knees or something yeah that like or it's like their dog or something like it really (laughs) doesn't it doesn't bother me now but like I'm quite thick-skinned and it's just been the way I've been brought up um like my family would have slagged the shit out of each other so uh, you know I was used to being like just ridiculed um so yeah thankfully now I haven't experienced too much like at all like apart from reading those comments which didn't really faze me um 
maybe it's just a bit of ignorance on my behalf that I don't really care what many other people think. I don't know, but thankfully, no, I haven't experienced a lot on that side. But I know, obviously, there is maybe younger kids like who do go out and troll or who I don't know. Like <laughs> it is, I yeah, think it's a bit it, of a thing, you know, just in that element of that side of the internet, if you want to call it that. Like I know, but I suppose that's it though as well. Like I mean, it's it's just because you hear so many stories. That's why I was a wee bit like kind of curious because um different things kind of like happen as well that you've been in the spotlight and. Yeah. Um, uh, that that's not, that's just very curious, but like, thank God that people are majority dead yeah, on, like, because oh gosh, it's, you see it's some people, surprising. yeah, or you see some ones. That, I think it's like such a thing. I suppose it depends on the audience as well. Like for YouTubers, like they get some amount of hate. People have oh, no corns yeah. jumping on them, but then do you know what I mean? You'd go on to something else, like saving Instagram, and your people seem to kind of be like, "Go you!" Or even there's those bots. Yeah. Do you ever get them that comment on your photos? Like as soon as you put it up, and they're saying, oh. "Wow, you look beautiful." It's like you yeah, come collab with us, <laughs> and then you click on a link. It's some I know, really strange. You're you never get back into your account again. Um, no, definitely. Like oh, Instagram, I do think, unless you're a massive, massive platform, like is quite a positive space. Um, when it comes to like stuff, not that much trolling. Um, Facebook is definitely like the troll space for like the people who are too old to be on Facebook. Um, oh, but yeah, as you say, YouTube is savage. <laughs> like, I think if you can make a YouTube career, like you're literally like being probably going to be so successful, and like the likes of like Olivia Neal from Belfast and stuff have done mm-hmm. so well from it. But the comment section is so brutal. Oh, but I guess I know. if you're able to have, be thick-skinned, it's okay. But mm-hmm. it's not never okay to say things like that. But again, it's either like 12-year-olds or like 50-year-old Karens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I suppose um, from one social platform to another, um, I I know that you've talked about this on so many other interviews, um, but <laughs> it is like... Sorry, this is the best icebreaker that you can ever bring to a dinner party. Like, this is you sorted for life. I wish I could have something as, like, as, um, like, not as good. Sorry. I wish I could something, have something as good instead as of good. just saying, like, oh, I do, like, a podcast and people are like, yeah, like, every other person cool. has a quarantine. Yeah. But anyway, so tell us, first of all, like, how did you react find out that you were one of the top 30 most rights swiped profiles on tinder oh, um wasn't it, i know i i i've literally written it out here so i wouldn't stumble over that so <laughs> but um because you were wasn't it i did some research actually i'm that much of a professional um but you were one of five irish ones that got picked in the yeah. like but how how did you react how, well first of all tell me like how did you find out or tell the listeners <laughs> tell the listeners give us all the info um I, I was literally lying on my bed it was what it was last summer um obviously wasn't doing much for myself <laughs> um <laughs> clearly I was just lying there um I was probably watching Love Island no doubt anyway um I got an email and thought it was a scam because I do whatever I don't know where my email is but I do seem to receive a lot of scam emails which is really pleasant not um but yeah so I received an email from Tinder and I kind of, lucky enough, the girl left her LinkedIn probably to like kind of validate the whole thing. So I kind of mm-hmm. went and done a wee search and all. Um, and I remember putting it into a group chat. I can't remember what group chat it was, but one of the girls was like, no, she's serious. Like she's the real deal and all. You need to reply to this email and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was such a weird thing. And then like my mom would be really... I don't know how to describe it. Like, she would be quite traditional and, like, wouldn't really be... I don't even think she knew I had Tinder at this point. Um, conservative. Not that it was anywhere like... business. Like, I was 19 <laughs> years of age. But anyway, um, she... I was like, I'm going to have to tell her if I'm going to go to London. Like, what I'm going for and oh, all. Oh, was, was like, Is that what the email that she said? It's like, so your yeah. top 30... Like, what, what did it read out? Like, was it so, your top 30? Come to London. Exactly. We love you. <laughs> we love you, please. Um, so, I think... It, it stated something to do with the fact that it was going to be in Cosmopolitan because that's what kind of won me over. I was like, I'm never going to make Cosmopolitan again. I was like, <laughs> I need to make this experience to be in the magazine. I'll never be one again, so I just need to mm-hmm. roll with it. Um, yeah, and they said that they were going to take us out to London, like fly us out and stuff. I hadn't even been to London before. I screamed culty from within. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, after a bit of like to and fro and then 
coming to terms with it, having to tell my, my mother what I was doing. Um, we got there eventually and just went with it. Um, I was shocked and a wee bit embarrassed, to be honest. But then I was also like, hmm, this is kind of a compliment to me. To me. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a really strange time and experience, but it was great crack and like so much fun. So I, yeah. was, I was glad that I like went for it. Yeah, um, what what was it? Um, you said kind of it was in contact with Cosmopolitan, obviously that the girl from Tinder got in touch with you about. But like, what did you just go over to do there? Was it kind of like a whole big feature? Like, sorry, were literally the top thirty like most swiped right people on Tinder all in one place and nobody knew about it? <laughs> sorry, because that in itself, I think. <laughs> I think if I was like listening, I'd be like, "This is such a strange experience." No, um. So we were flown over to London um, and funny enough, if he's listening, this guy Pete was on the same flight and I knew him from, hi Pete, (laughs) he's definitely not listening, Um, (laughs) I knew him from Instagram but like he didn't know who I was and then I actually had brought my friend Chris with me because I was so terrified this was going to be a scam. And I put oh some up, I think, on my Instagram story the night before. And somebody was like, what are you doing? Like, this is so silly. And I was like, ah! um, But yeah, so I seen him on the flight. And I was like, I bet you he's going over to this flight. Because I think we had a mutual follower or something. And I'd stalked him through that. Um, but I didn't want to say anything. Because I literally have no balls when it comes to talking to strangers. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, I left it at that. Uh, we flew into London, got picked up by a taxi, like right outside the airport. Thought I was a celebrity, was loving life. Um, and then we had a few hours to kill. So we went for a wee walk around um, Hackney. It was so nice. Um, food. I know. I was like, oh, um, <laughs> living my best life. Just in your head, me. material girl is playing. Yeah. That's, yes, yeah. Strutting down the street. Um <laughs> So, yeah, um, and then we had to go into the photo shoot, but they said that Chris wasn't allowed to come in with me. So obviously my social anxiety was going peak and mm, couldn't oh cope. Goodness. Went in and it was so cool. Like it was a proper, as you can imagine, like a proper like magazine shoot. It was like the devil wears Prada. I was like, I was about to say, I definitely can't like imagine, but um, as soon as you said Alpha Burst product, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I, I got yeah, it. I, I'm I know, <laughs> I felt so like, oh my goodness, this is so like metropolitan. Um, so yeah, <laughs> went in and like was greeted by all these lovely girls from who work in Cosmopolitan um, and they were all chatting stuff. So ours was later on in the day, our shoot. So it turns out that the, all the top 30 had been divided into groups of four. So I was with, this guy Pete who was on the flight with me and mm-hmm. I had ignored awkwardly awkwardly because apparently I can't cope in social situations um so he was there and um there was another guy called Mike who was from Wales and Dara who was from Dublin and like they're all th- three like gorgeous men and I was like oh my god I'm walking into like a man or a room full of men who look should be on Love Island I was like I can't cope <laughs> So there was me, like, literally dying on the inside and, like, shaking hands with these men being like, hi, like, I'm Ollie. <laughs> probably looked awful as well. I was probably, like, sweating a bit out. It was such a roasting day in the middle of summer. I was wearing, like, sweats and everything and, oh, hadn't even got my makeup done at this point, but then got my makeup done and, yeah, done the shoot. It was, like, half an hour long. It was, oh, honestly, one of the best days. It was so much fun. And then we all ended up going to the pub after, so... Every good day has ended in the pub, I think. Of course, so, yeah, of course. <laughs> it was very different. <laughs> That's insane. Like, just, they just judge over, um, just spend a day getting some photos with lots of beautiful people, then going out yeah. for drinks. My God. I know. Jesus. It was, honestly, it was the most surreal experience of my life. And this is going to sound awful, but I feel like in Northern Ireland, sometimes you never see, like, that stand, mm, I'm gonna get hate for this. That stand, mm, should she say? I'll edit out. It's very, very rare though that you get like, like model looking people like walking about the streets of Belfast or wherever. And there was me in a room with like three other people who were literally like drop dead gorgeous. And I was sitting there going, hmm, wow, I haven't experienced this before. How does one react in this situation? 
Oh my god, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Is everybody not in Bambridge? Like, yeah. <laughs> is, is everybody not <laughs> well, like. My standards are just like alien way too high for me uh, <laughs> and what I can like give. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. It was just, it was a different level. And I was just sitting there flabbergasted. Yeah. Couldn't and, cope. I, and I suppose, kind of just because you did mention, like, um, you literally said one word I'm saying. You mentioned this. Um, but <laughs> kind of, as you said, being back home, um, there kind of would be, I think it's just because everybody's quite localised and in the bigger cities like London and like Dublin or wherever else that you go to, there's more variety of people. So I think that your eyes exactly. just call around saying, oh my God, this person isn't from down the road and they don't know my yeah. entire family. Um, <laughs> like, but uh, would you kind of like, would you, would you have been on kind of Tinder much before this or what kind of happened where the, um, you're recognised as being most, one of the most swiped, right? Does it mean that you just, like, would you be picky? Like, does it mean that you just, like, don't swipe for other people? Or, like, um, what, what kind of way have you kind of found, you know, obviously you, you got this email and you're like, did you even use Tinder much or... <laughs> Well, basically, I was raging at the time because there was all these people were coming to me being like, you must match with so many people on Tinder, you must have no standards. And I'm like, no, I'm like the most picky person you will ever meet in your whole entire life. Like, I just don't swipe on anybody. Like, I was screaming up on the rooftop. Um, so, no, like, it, like, I, when did my last relationship ended? Oh, God, Jesus, I didn't mean so to dig this like, deep into you. No. <laughs> I'm so You're sorry. more like, shouldn't I ask this question? Oh, um, no, 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 go on and get this. It was about maybe like 2018, so. Mm-hmm. And then I just got Tinder after that. But I wouldn't have really used it a lot. Like, maybe if I was bored or just felt like I needed a bit of attention, mm-hmm. uh, which is quite often. Um, <laughs> and, problem. And uh, yeah, so I kind of would have just used it bits and bobs and like. I would maybe like start chatting to somebody from it or whatever um but wouldn't really be on it that frequently or so I like to tell myself um so then when I did get it I was a bit shocked to be honest because I was like mm, are they sure that this is the right person because I'm not really on it that regular and my photos were like starting to get old because I hadn't like updated them for the last whatever six months um so yeah I was a bit shocked to be honest but I think that's how it works it's just however many people swipe right on you or so that's what I tell myself um <laughs> so I don't know yeah it's how many people swipe right on you and um I did have tinder gold at the time I don't know what had possessed me to pay like five pound a month for tinder <laughs> there was me with tinder gold and then you can see how many people like you and to be fair I was really surprised at the fact that the number was pretty high mm-hmm. so when they did email email me I was a bit like oh well that would explain like you know that mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it was an interesting one, but I was scundered at the time because I was like, if people think that like I've been matched with like however many thousands of people, I was like, no, 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 <laughs> too picky for this. Oh, <laughs> you <God>. don't realise. <laughs> like, um, I suppose, so, yeah. what you, th- like, I think it's like such an interesting thing because obviously everybody kind of as well, like rates their own kind of like Tinder or like they rate their own profiles. Like, what would it be that like you think made you perhaps stand out more so and then also what would you kind of like looked for in other ones being you know somebody that like has been so swiped right like have you noticed kind of things that like maybe people have picked up on or then also for you on the opposite end be like if I was you know gonna swipe right like this is what I do or like this is what I'd leave out it's hard it's hard to tell um when it comes to me anyway what one thing if I like were to look at my Tinder profile now like I haven't updated it in probably about two years since I got it my eyebrows were humongous like I just thought it was okay to be drawn like double my eyebrow on so I don't know if it was like the black brows with my white blonde hair that maybe people were like oh this girl looks interesting <laughs> um, that's what I think anyway um no I had a few modeling stuff on there like photos and all so I presume that maybe that was what it was mm-hmm. and my bio was probably taller than you which has now become iconic <laughs> not uh <laughs> So my like my life motto is to get a tattoo somewhere. Um, so yeah, I don't know maybe that interested people. I, I it's it's hard to know. Like I'm presuming it's modeling photos because if I was looking at somebody's profile, even if they have like professional club photos, mm-hmm. which maybe probably isn't the best thing to go off. Um, <laughs> I would be more like intrigued to look at them and see like 
I don't know. Is that me being like a media snob? I can't cope with people having like Android phone photos oh, like on their Tinder. No, that's what I was about to say. Like, I know a lot of times kind of, even when me and my mates, like we would actually like, if we were like hungover and just after a night out, I'd say to my friends like, oh, can I play Tinder on your phone? <laughs> so, and then. So much fun though. Oh, brilliant. But I just noticed for so many of the girls, because that's what I was wondering, like, you're always wondering what people would put up in their own things. And so many yeah. girls had like, it was literally like a picture. I'm sure it's the exact, the exact same with guys as well. But so many girls would like have a picture of loads of loads of their mates. One maybe kind of like selfie in like a really dirty mirror. And then oh. like so many people as well had this like, you know, that dog filter that was on Snapchat. Oh my So days. many girls have that on. And Trigger. I just... I don't know personally, personally, if, you know, if there's a filter already in a picture, you're kind of want to know what the person looks like. So I suppose I people are probably even, the fact that you're, as you said, you know, you're putting up pictures that like, it is actually you. People are being like, yeah. thank God. Like, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you know I mean? no, like, it um, doesn't have all those random filters on. <laughs> I know, I completely agree. I, if I see, especially, I don't know if it's a thing, but obviously I think girls probably put up more like, filtered photos like with the dog the stupid dog thing and all or maybe it was a thing in the past um but when guys have it up i'm like what are you doing like take oh. that filter off do not put that photo on tinder oh, no. um but uh yeah i always i don't even think i had any group photos on tinder and i remember thinking at one point i probably should put a group photo up because i looked like a stuck up bitch with no friends <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it worked <laughs> So, I was about I to know. say, maybe like, I should cut all of mine out. Like, do you know what I mean? I just like splice myself. It's harder yeah. for guys though, because like, I feel like girls just, it's a thing to be taking photos of yourself all the time, whereas for guys, mainly it's really not. And then like, I'd be picky. So if there was one, a guy like he had loads of photos, like, like mirror selfies of himself, I'd be like, oh, mm. like those need to like tone down a bit. But <laughs> I can't say that because I'm taking mirror selfies of myself and sticking them up in my Tinder. <laughs> So I don't know. It's really hard to know. Like I always, I remember Tinder at the time asked me because they had done a wee like interview piece for Cosmopolitan mm-hmm. alongside the article, like the the whole top thirty article. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, "What's your put off? Like, what would put you off a guy and all?" And I was like, "Gosh, I haven't really thought about this one." So I just slung it out there, and I was like, "If you're in a group photo, like, it's probably not the best." And I was like, "Oh, I was like, majority of boys have group photos on their Tinder, so that probably won't go that well for me." <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, if it's all great photos, maybe like mm. stick a wee you, selfie in there somewhere. You do kind of just know. go swipe through them and I hope it's the best looking person in the bunch. And it's never, it's never, it's and like, do you know what I mean? You're kind of like, why would you put up that photo? You know, like, that's, I know, um, I know. And everyone's like, you're catfishing yourself. Yeah, genuinely, genuinely. But what even, I suppose, like, have you experienced from, as you said, you know, like, Obviously, everybody just like chats some people on whatever like this. But um, have you like matched with anybody like, and have they recognised you from anywhere? Being like, oh, are you doing this well? Or have you got like any really strange first, you know, chat lines or first, you know, messages like that have been stand out? <laughs> so since the show was aired, um, I haven't really. I honestly don't think I've been on it because I've been so busy. Um, but a guy did message me. He was like did I just see you on a BBC advert? And I was like, oh, I was like, you probably did. <laughs> Here's me promoting the fact that I'm single once again. Um, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, so that was probably the only time I've been recognised or else maybe if it was somebody that I like kind of remotely knew, mm-hmm. but I was always really careful about matching people that I kind of knew, like if I was going to maybe like went to like a local school or something because I probably would see them around home. I know. Oh, it's really God. cringy it's... and you're like, oh, it's just so uncomfortable um, it's so uncomfortable and then you like see them in tesco you're like oh no eye contact um <laughs> so yeah um i could none come to mind because i haven't been using it recently but like um uh, the people who had like give me marriage proposals and all but they were probably joking like but at the time i was like oh sister needs to calm down <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah it, you do get the weirdest messages like all the time but it's it's weird like it, the criteria for me to like want to reply to you I don't know what it is but like if you send the right message you can probably hear my dog going nuts in the background um <laughs> if like you send the right message it like somehow makes me laugh which is hard to do I guess um 
like I think it's oh that's great like I'll reply to him but I don't know what it is myself that like is a good pickup line do you know what I mean or like oh, well, what the right thing is to say I, I think the majority of it. them are just me about me being tall or something because obviously in my bio it says probably taller than you I suppose that's it though isn't it like do you know what I mean nobody really knows what to say until somebody says something and you're like well done for a play well done but, you like, I, I love, yeah but I love that such like a visual format do you know what I mean but then nobody actually engages with it unless there's like something really funny or something really gauging from that like it kind of contradicts itself a wee bit but <laughs> like if you think about it um but I suppose as you kind of said they're from being on show like people maybe recognize you or whatever like this but like how like have you experienced like you know how's your life changed since the kind of tinder notoriety because obviously from that you've went on to do this bbc show pretty single which again you're <laughs> you're single <laughs> and once again <laughs> similar to kind of you know obviously tinder do you know what i mean um I like know. tell us how maybe that all came about or um what was the whole process as well from going into like so Again, once again, I feel like everything I just say comes from my Instagram, but it actually normally does. <laughs> um, <laughs> the cast and team at Stellify, who are the company that make, made the programme, um, reached out to me on Instagram. No shade. <laughs> no shade at all, actually. Um, and uh, they had gotten contact and said, oh, the, it was probably a message they sent out to like the whole country to try and get some girls on um, about the dating show and all. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I had just been approached from the Tinder thing. I know this was for sure from the Tinder thing for the Winter Love Island. But <laughs> Sorry, so... I did not know this either. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh... <laughs> Rewind. Sorry, um... go on. You, you literally just paused because my jaw dropped. I was like... How did I go into this interview without knowing this? Know, oh my you gosh. Needed, you really needed, the listeners needed like visuals for that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is actually something that I probably should like tell people and show off about, but I, I always forget that it actually happened. Um, so I think it was pretty much all the people who were in the top 30 Tinder were asked like from the ITV team to go or and audition for the Winter Love Island. And I really did like consider it because <laughs> obviously like an opportunity like that is like next to none. Absolutely. And I know they do message a lot of people like, you know, to try and go to auditions. And I kind of wanted to go to audition just to like do it for the crack. Like, mm. I didn't I probably would have said no by the end of it because I have no balls, as I said. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, they were like, I kind of had a phone call with them and was chatting away to them. Um, but then they wanted me to like fill out this big form and I'm like the biggest procrastinator ever and I think it was like film a video as well so like I waited like months and months and months and I think the cutoff say it was like it was like November or something it was really late to like actually for them to start um, and never bothered my ass so <laughs> this um, Salify had got in touch with me and at the same time or just shortly after so in my head kind of had this whole like thinking about like going on Love Island and considering it mm-hmm. um and but that, really I just thought the risks were too high like of kind of like <laughs> it either ruining your career or making it yeah because um, like if it you know you did go through with it and you are successful like it can go such one of two ways like do you know yeah, what I mean no, like absolutely. like you come um, out of it no matter how long you've been in for and you would instantly have like millions of followers like it doesn't yeah. even matter if you're in for you know a week like people yeah, like you, you just blow up like yeah. um so yeah like that was kind of in my head and I think that's why I was more kind of open to the fact that when they messaged me and I didn't I don't know if I knew at the time but I'd loved Beauty Queen and Single when it originally came out like I think that's originally what got into my head about doing modeling and um I got full circle I think, then <laughs> I know it's the sun <laughs> uh, putting out those I, thoughts into the you know, know the universe in manifestation <laughs> oh geez, we I... love manifestation tiktok um so <laughs> that's all that comes up in my fyp anyway um so yeah i that was kind of in my head and then when i knew that's what it was i feel like love island can end up south because the editing room can kill you like the editors can really make you look really bad Mm -hmm. and then I knew obviously in Beauty Queen and Single it's a very positive show and 
it's all you know a bit like girl power and mm-hmm. obviously we're in an all-female gym that I'm training in so mm-hmm. I was like perfect hand in hand like this is all like girl power like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff so I was like it might that was it sounds so cringe and cheesy but I kind of liked the idea that I was going on like national television with no makeup which would be probably like a wee like woo like to the girls do you know like yeah uh, kind of, for, for anybody off, you, actually sorry that like doesn't know what the show is or anything like this so um these glamorous ladies um get to <laughs> are put uh they go on dates and um but the kind of whole process of the show is um the girls they take off their makeup and kind of see how they deal with these situations being on dates obviously because that's such a vulnerable situation to be in as well without having any makeup on and then at the end, you kind of get to choose who you want to go back on a date with. And then you get to choose if you want to keep it on or, or sorry, keep the makeup off. Or if you would like to put the makeup on and, you know, resume back to how you would usually go on dates, whatever like this. But sorry, I uh, <laughs> just saw it. No, you know. that was such a good description. Like, I don't think I could have described it as well. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like, when the opportunity came up, as I said, I do end up with these opportunities somehow. And I kind of am a suckler for saying yes to them all. Um, so yeah, it wasn't very sensible because I was in like <laughs> semester one of my second year at university, um, and things were hectic. Like any uni student knows, like December is a month of hell. Oh god. Um, and that was the month that we were filming. And you're so just we love that yeah, for my stress levels. <laughs> you were just running away. Sorry, guys, got to go on some dates here. Yeah, you, yeah uni can hold on for a hot like, seconds. <laughs> um. So. I knew I got to know everyone at Stellify really quickly and they were so lovely. Um, I was so glad to kind of get to know them. Um, and I met yourself. <laughs> I, was being, I was being very quiet to be fair on it because I wasn't a big part of the casting process. Um, but uh, I on one of the days um yeah we did kind of run into each other and I remember like I didn't even realize that you were coming in because uh but it was it was just such a funny situation but as soon as I I seen you kind of come in I was like unreal alleys yes (laughs) and and I was just kind of you know we were having the chats so no I'm so glad that obviously it went on further and then next thing I just seen all these promos going up because a lot of people (laughs) don't realize some of the staff and stuff that are brought in for production, you kind of stay for your part of the job and then it'll be taken on further. So I kind of didn't realise, like, I was chatting to all these people, trying to bring people up. As you said, mentioned kind of ones on Instagram, just uh, trying to get people cast for the show. Um, But you know, don't actually find out until it kind of like, until you're actually maybe filming it or it actually airs. So I had no, I had no clue. But um, I mean, I did have a good feeling though, because I was like, oh, Ali would be amazing at this. Just oh, great crack. It's like so, seeing your prodigy, like walking about on screen. <laughs> prodigy, do you, I, here's me. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm the one that's relying on you. Now, you know, come speak to me on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. we're just having each other out. Yeah, just two exactly. media kids. <laughs> um. So yeah, no. Um, it was a really again another really strange like place to be in and like kind of people it was constant phone calls and all um and I was starting to get really worried because obviously as I said December was a really busy month I knew it was Mm. all starting to get filmed in December and like all our assignments and stuff were coming up and I was like dear goodness this is not going to work well in my favor um so I had a wee chat with some of my lecturers and thankfully they were really good about it because obviously it's a media degree and I just I didn't say it was a dating show I worded it nicely and said that I was doing like work experience kind of thing <laughs> not really work experience but like I was doing like a show with Stellify and then obviously once I said Stellify they were like so happy um but yeah it was a really stressful month of filming for me um because those kind of things like take a lot longer than what they look like they take oh yeah um, so yeah it was it, it was different but obviously so enjoyable at the same time like it was mm-hmm. it'll probably never happen again well <laughs> hopefully never i'll never have to go to date and show again but, um, i was kind of gonna say that like obviously you've like really enjoyed these experiences but like are you kind of conscious that like because you work well like because you're studying and you know you're working in media is kind of stuff as well obviously because you're on these shows and things like this are you kind of afraid of getting like pigeonholed almost kind of like we need a girl who like just 
cannot find a, like somebody like have you kind of had those one. yeah have you had those second thoughts because even I suppose there's like you know a lot of the reasons why like have been really good for you because they've helped you progress on like do you think it's kind of a hindrance or are you kind of just running with it and you're not too worried you're like I'll find the guy there's only so many dating shows that you can go on yeah <laughs> uh, yeah of course like it's definitely something that like because of the tinder thing and then like that was it was fine at the time hadn't really done anything to do with being single before being associated with being single um and then suddenly like it was the dating show as well and funny enough some people did message me like not they weren't like giving me hate it was just like people who were having the laugh uh-huh. um were like like it's all you do like kind of like sell yourself for being single and I was like well apparently I kind of do but <laughs> it wasn't really my plan um so yeah I mean as much as like there was like wholesome intent to like go on the date and show and potentially meet somebody who was like 10 out of 10 or whatever. But it was more so like going on and being able to take my makeup off in front of the camera as well as like, it's a great opportunity, you know, in that mm. sense. So I did need to consider, obviously in the media industry, you do have to remain professional to a certain degree, <laughs> but I didn't really want to be known as the single girl who always is going on dating shows or like being associated with being single. So, yeah, I mean, that was a massive factor, like, to play. But obviously then it's how you present yourself when it mm. comes to the likes of the show and stuff. But I think even, like, that, like, what you say, kind of that itself, like, you're probably doing the best thing that any single person is. Like, you're literally capitalising on it. Like, yeah. the rest of us are sitting here in our bedrooms, like, swiping on Tinder, you know, doing whatever else. Just kind of being like, oh, God. Like, I mean, personally, I'm been single for a while but like I don't bother it but I know some friends that would literally be like oh my god I just want to be in a relationship whatever like this yeah and then here's you being like you know what I'm, I'm gonna photo shoot in a tv show <laughs> you know love island ring you up you're probably ha- like people you're having a very different experience I think <laughs> to everybody yeah, else that's I mean, like they're yeah, it, yeah. I was exactly the same as everyone else like at the start didn't want to be single hated life um <laughs> but like there was people I was seeing people didn't really like nothing was clicking and I was like you know what like if I'm gonna be single like I may as well like cash in on this absolutely let's roll with it so like I'm not I'm not saying like I'm like Alan Sugar like the biggest business person ever but I just kind of thought you know what like if I'd better roll with this like while I'm young and single I'm gonna be married hopefully someday so like may as well just make the most of it now so yeah that it that was kind of my thought behind it to be honest and I don't really talk about it because it's kind of just like a passive thought in my mind but it it is true like yeah like I'm the kind of person who will just like cash in on things the opportunities (laughs) that are coming in my way do you know what I mean so it's strange to think about but it's true but no that's that's probably the best way to be though because you know what I mean like everything's kind of laid on through each in itself and do you know what I mean you've you've done the probably like the right thing for you as well because you managed to juggle uni and now you're like gonna be like finish it off and like you have all this background experience you know what you're going to be going on to sets and things and you'll maybe be like who knows like that's why I actually that probably leads me on like do you reckon because you've said you do enjoy doing presenting stuff like this and your degrees like media stuff um would you kind of like to stay on that route of on-screen talent or what would I suppose be your plans then from this like do you, because I know even for this, like, I would love to be on certain talent, but um, I'm not a Tinder profile that people are going to be swiping right no, on. So this, this is why. I think on screen, Connor. You're wasted. Wasted talent. <laughs> I mean, that, I, I was like, if they, they're not going to see me, so they might as well listen to me. That's what I started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love then it. I love this attitude. I'm glad they can't see me now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Face for radio and podcasts. Yeah, that's me, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, um, but, like what would you kind of like to stay down that route or have you kind of experienced a little bit and have thought hmm not not quite sure yeah I mean it's it's hard because the likes of my degree is very practical based but that's practical based mainly behind the camera Mm -hmm. so camera work editing stuff like that and I had um done journalism a level so that's kind of where I started off with the whole (laughs) I know media kind of thing in my head um, so I was used to really either writing articles or being in front of the camera 
doing wee like silly reports and stuff so I only had really on-camera experience Um, went into the degree and literally nearly drowned in it like there was all these different variety of people who like had all these big massive camera setups or were like proper sound engineers or you know I, you can just imagine Um, so I really was like oh I don't think I could do this at all like blah blah I think everyone does in like first year uni but oh, anyway yeah. it was terrifying Um, but that's what you're going to you need to do to learn so I eventually kind of got the ropes off everything a bit more behind camera now I'm not saying I'm like Picasso with the camera but <laughs> we did learn a few like skills and tricks <laughs> um so yeah I mean obviously I really at the minute have a I really would love to go into radio and podcasting and, and that kind of thing um I really have my interest in that or presenting so it's really weird uh, and hard to describe but I go through like phases of being like I'd love to be like a on-screen presenter other times it'd be like it'd be so much easier to be on radio or not easier well more so that I wouldn't have to like be dolled up every day um (laughs) (laughs) pretty much um and stuff like that uh but you I then go through phases where maybe I'm not feeling like as confident myself or whatever and I'd be like maybe I'd just be better like being behind camera it's really hard to describe but um it's it's an industry where it's hard not to doubt yourself thinking like oh I'll never make it like I'll never be able to get that far or whatever but in re- in all like realistic terms you if you want to do it you'll be able to do it eventually like yeah so yeah it's hard to know I suppose it's it, literally everything that you said there I was nodding because I have went through that and it's completely yeah. relatable because you're always kind of thinking oh I don't want to be so vain as to say oh put me in front of the camera or anything yeah. like this because you know at the same time there is such a massive field um of what you're learning as well which is completely off-screen kind of stuff but I suppose uh-huh. that will hold you up as well like I think that's one thing like you've probably done quite well is you've kind of said yes to the right things and whatever like this like you've like and as well being in kind of like Northern Ireland like you people I think are very up for kind of giving people opportunities and stuff mm-hmm. like this so it's one of those ones it's so competitive but um so competitive like yeah but I, I suppose it's like like anything do you know what I mean if people can know that you're up for it like you're, you're almost putting it out, again we're just putting it out into the universe yeah exactly yeah, I know. <laughs> manifesting I know um it was really funny actually I was having a conversation over with someone over lockdown and they um were doing like a medicine degree or something but said that they always had this like underlying passion that they wanted to be like a presenter on screen and stuff and like mm. they would have made the best presenter ever but I knew that if I was to go in and do I think I looked at doing law originally um I would have been sitting my whole entire life maybe probably like a better paid job like whatever solid like academic work I would have been that we like niggly feeling that I'd have been like oh I really wish like I'd be watching tv and I'd be wish that was like me do you know so mm. I just kind of played into that I was like look if I don't try I I'm that type of person that I will if I want to do something I'll have to do it mm-hmm. or else like it'll annoy me forever so uh yeah that was kind of what why well, I went for it, to be honest. Carfe Dame, no regrets. Yeah, exactly. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> but you were saying, like, if you kind of hadn't went down this, like, media route, you, like, did you ever have anything else in mind? Or, because you're, you're only about a year younger than me, are you? I think, yeah, I like, think like I suppose, but even for, like, when I was, you know, looking at doing stuff, people were telling me, it's like, there's no jobs in, like, you know tv and film all like this and for ages I thought that it was I've said this kind of in the past two podcasts I thought I was going to be a teacher for so long because I just didn't know what to do yeah did one did one week of teaching kids in a drama learned how children can't cope can't cope found out very quickly I was on the wrong trajectory and um (laughs) yeah as kind of similar to you um the A level for journalism literally only was in second year running when I was doing it so it yeah. was brand new and I just went yeah for like similar to yourself I kind of I kind of went mm, this I don't know if this is like going to be a thing that I like want to do but like this seems more fun if I'm gonna have to yeah. study it and it's like an next, easy A level <laughs> oh genuinely genuinely I think <laughs> like um but from going from there do you know what I mean everything that's led on since you just kind of have that like thank god it did go this way but did you ever have anything else in your mind but or did you kind of know that you wanted to go down that route and you were st- st- head fast but like you said that you might have done accountancy maybe or 
Was yeah, it? Yeah, so um, I originally looked... So when I was looking at actual degrees to apply to, I remember sitting in our, like, sick form room with our, like, head of sick form, like, breathing down my neck, being like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I think we were sick as well, so I, just, I didn't leave myself much time. Um, I was looking at doing law at Queen's, um, but it was, like, two A's and a B, which I actually ended up getting two A's and a B, but I didn't think I was going to get it at the time because I'd, like, done woefully in my A's's. Um, so... Yeah, I looked at that originally, but like as a child, I went through all the phases. I think I wanted to be a vet at one point. Realised that I'm literally like, if you could be dyslexic at science, like that is me. Honestly, I can't describe it. It's the worst in the world. I done like foundation science at GCSE and never wanted to look at it again. Um, what else? There was midwifery I looked at at one point. Like honestly, I've looked, I think, at everything. Um, but I think I was always a wee attention seeker and like always wanted like I remember my next door neighbour is actually like our wee granda but he's not actually our granda but he gets on like a um, weird story and he was like Alison's always gonna she's gonna end up on TV someday and all and like obviously it was something that always stood out I was a bit of performer maybe hmm. and I remember I used to go to GB and they used to do wee plays and I was never into drama but like there was like five girls in our like GB like squad bit and they didn't have much to choose from so I always got the main role in the play and I used to love it like getting up and being like oh give me attention look at me <laughs> um so maybe the whole performing thing that like, kind of came from that um so yeah, I think it was just a natural lead for my personality and I love talking to people if you can't gather. Uh, <laughs> you'll know yourself. like. But um, yeah, and I just, I kind of went on from that and slowly then realised, I seen like our degree was reasonably quite new. I think the year above us or the first year to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, that sounds class. Like I'd love to do that. So then I set my sights for that and I wanted to go to Queen's for some, I just decided didn't didn't want to go to Ulster and wanted to go to Queen's. Mm-hmm. So I was like, perfect, we'll go there. Me so, sitting yeah, in um, my Ulster University hoodie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know what it was? I didn't want to be at Jordanstown. I tell people this all the time because I sound like a snowy prick because I didn't want to go to Ulster, but I couldn't cope being in Jordanstown because... I just wanted to be in the middle of the nightlife. Oh, nightlife. you're just right. Like, yeah, sure. I was up in Colbrian. I mean, where you literally <laughs> oh. have three discos. Yeah, like two bars. Um, Kelly's. And yeah, it, it isn't like, <laughs> it isn't where you go on tonight. It's are you going out tonight? And you only oh, no. have like one option <laughs> per night. Yeah, genuinely. So no, I, I I get where you're kind of come from. You probably went for the right move. To be fair, like yeah, even though I even though well, like we haven't gotten a degree yet, so we'll not say anything. But I suppose that's kind of where I was gonna just kind of finish up on. Um, so obviously, I mean, you've done so much so already, and you're so young, and oh my god, I'm so jealous. Um, but, uh, but um, what is the plans next then? Because obviously. This Rona said, uh, hello to, uh, <laughs> hello, sister, you're going back to Mambridge. <laughs> yeah. So, what's the plan then for, are you plan, obviously, finishing off the degree? I'm just presuming, anyways. Um, and then go from there, um, kind of see where the wind takes you, as you said, you know, see what opportunities happen. Yeah. Um, so uh, at the minute, it's kind of freaking me out a wee bit. Um, so in our final year, we do have the option of a bit of a placement, just a small placement. Um, so need to get that sorted. I'm really hoping to look into radio at the minute, but obviously as everyone's struggling at the minute to find placements with Miss um, Corona um, <laughs> coming in and blowing us all out of the water. Uh, so yeah, I would love to go down that at the minute. Um, I mean, my dream job at the minute for being young anyway, when I'm younger, would be kind of a radio slot maybe or just something kind of like that podcasting I kind of I do want to get into as I was saying um before we got properly talking like I do kind of want to get one up and going so you might have some competition soon (laughs) (laughs) you can invite me on to yours and then I'll tell you about double take exactly and then I'll tell you about all times that I wasn't in Tinder's top 30 of (laughs) none of the TV shows actually I am not studying for you Oh, I am on Netflix, so I, I've got one there. Oh. <laughs> um, I but it's like not actually intentional. I'm so same company, Stellify. Uh, they have this game show on Netflix called Flinch, and uh, me and my friends actually used to play this as a drinking game in uni because I'm in the crowd in the background of us um, <laughs> while there's presenters, but I'm obtrusively away from the rest of the crowd where. 
You were just trying to stand out from day one. So, not my problem. Um, (laughs) The director actually placed me around, but it was in two days I was there in the filming. And I'm in one of the, like, I'm in the shot so intrusively where it's like behind, like, Sean Walsh is one of the presenters. And I'm right beside his face throughout the whole, like every single <laughs> shot that they actually had to call me back. And they were like, you specifically, like, we need to refilm things for continuity. As you said, there's so much that goes on in the background of these yeah, things. And I, and I was after a night out and I was going, oh my God, I have to drive down to this barn and like by Claire or whatever it was. Um, and yeah, landed down there and genuinely they had to just take some re, like have the presenters saying their words. While I stood and the rest of the like crew and everything were away and I just stood there for about 10 minutes and then they said, would you like to stay on? And I said, I think I'll go. Oh, I've already been there. I think I'll go home. Yeah. Thanks. But there we go. Now, oh my. Well, you know what? You know, You've made Netflix. I haven't made Netflix, so I think that's top trumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I have a drinking game on mine. No, it's like, where's Wally? Except it's it's not that hard where's to Connor? find. Yeah. Where's Connor? Yeah. It's like right there. I might start playing that with my friends. Oh, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Make a trend. Yeah, yeah, no, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Absolutely. Well, here, thank you so much for coming on to podcast. This is thank been you for having me. Fantastic. And uh, <laughs> if again, I kind of do this um, at the end of all my podcasts, ask people if they want to plug anything. But I literally have the most, like, the least amount of followers and the least amount of cultural capital <laughs> compared to anybody that I've actually interviewed so far. So. Um, I'm expecting your followers to come to me. Uh, yes, they better. I will be plugging to the tomorrow and they'll be like, please, they'll unfollow me and go and follow you. Exactly. Yeah. But um, what do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Any kind of um, Instagram, Twitter? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Tinder? my Instagram. <laughs> I mean, if you want to swipe right on Tinder, I might not swipe right back, but don't worry. <laughs> don't take offensively. Um, no, my Instagram is ali.tot. Um, you will see me from a mile away because I all I do is post photos of myself. Um, and uh, well, we're on, still on BBC iPlayer for Pretty Single. So um, if you're wondering what I'm rambling on about, then you could check it out. Absolutely. Yeah, check her out. <laughs> there you go. Check her out. That's like a typical plug. Like, check it out. And everyone's like, oh, cringe. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give us but a here, like and subscribe. I know. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, and no can't wait to. Th- this is um, this is on record now. I'm going to be on your podcast. So um, can't uh, yeah, wait. Yeah, you know what? Have to. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> so can't wait to see you then. But um, thanks so much um for coming on and chatting with me. And um, thank you for having me. Yeah. Here. I'll see you later. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Finterviews. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, please remember to like, share, download and follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Finterviews underscore podcast on Twitter at Finterviews pod. And you can also get my personal account from there as well. And yeah, if you have any suggestions who you would like to hear me interview next on the show, please do get in touch and I'll try my best to have them on the show. So until next time, thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you later. Bye.